I want to start the episode today with a quote from George Horace Lorimer. He says, it is good to have money and the things that money can buy, but it's good to to check up once in a while and make sure you haven't lost the things that money can't buy. In this episode, myself and my great friend Carl McLeedes have a debate about can money buy happiness? And please just before we start the episode, please, if you'd like to tell us who you think won the debate, uh, get at us on Instagram. You can find the link in the description and it's at mindset goal underscore. And you can just let us know who you think won the debate. So without further ado, here you go. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Mindset Goal, episode 15. I have Carl McLeedies. Carl, maybe you want to introduce yourself. Hello listeners, I am Carl McLeedies. I am an old friend of George's. As his mother would say, I'm his first friend. Um, Yeah, I also work alongside him, went to uni with him, went to college with him. I've got our first jobs together. Yeah, we've known each other for a long time. We've literally worked in every job together, at least for like a week, at least. Yeah. Right, so today we're going to be talking about, we're going to be answering the question, can money buy happiness? And Carl is going to be arguing that money can buy happiness. And I'm going to be saying, no, money cannot buy happiness. So we have four questions and we're going to be debating these four questions to try ultimately answer, can money buy happiness? Okay. So first off, what does happiness mean to you? So to me, happiness is a sense of purpose. Uh, Feeling as if you're in the right place at the right time and everything around you is just going, everything at that point in time is okay and nothing, you you don't have any stress, anxiety about you in the moment. That is obviously a bigger background of your life. There might be other things going on, but in that moment, you're not feeling the stress, anxiety, weight of the world on your shoulders and you just feel like you're where you should be. Well said, well said. Um, yeah, I agree. I think um, happiness is about balance. I think it's it's knowing and discerning what you need at any given moment and living according to your values as well. But then as well, I, I feel like the major ingredient with happiness is balance and knowing what your balance is because what may bring somebody else an enormous amount of happiness is not necessarily what works for you or in this case, what works for me. So it's about finding out what works for you and finding that balance um, that allows you to, I think, I, to be honest, I think we can agree on this one, that allows you to live in the moment. Um, but it'll be the only time we agree. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Uh, I'll ask the next question. So question two is, can money buy happiness? Which is the crux of the entire discussion we're having here. But do you want to give your main points? Sure. So money itself cannot buy happiness. So you can, so money can give you, money is, gives you a way for you to buy things, uh, gives you freedom uh, to, to give you the opportunities for you to be able to afford things that will provide you with happiness. So for example, I can give you millions of pounds, dollars, whatever the case may be. And then you can be like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a jet because jets make me happy. And then you go and you buy yourself jets, but the money itself doesn't necessarily make you happy because if you had a million uh, pounds 
and you couldn't use it, would that make you happy? Well, no, because you couldn't use it. Okay, I'm going to interject here. You're not understanding that the question is, can money buy you happiness? Buying things indicates that you're actually spending the money. So your point is, is muted. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. And my last point is when you start to rely on money uh, for it to you know, give you happiness and buy you happiness, uh, whatever the case may be, you start to question if the relationships you're building, the people around you are actually there for you or if they're just around there for your money. And then that's when I believe the opposite happens. Uh, money starts to give you unhappiness. Um, but to, to finalize my point, can money buy you happiness? And I just want to say as well, I'm on the, I'm like defending no, and it's a, it's a tough defense, but I will say no, money cannot buy you happiness because, um, you, it, it'll only get you the other things that can give you happiness, freedom, uh, the resources, um, jets in this case, but yeah. Uh, for my for my side of this argument, I believe that the the actual structure of the question is where I'm going to lay my argument. The question is, can money buy you happiness? So the first part is can. There's no indication of anybody saying that money does buy you happiness because, like George said, you can have a million pounds sitting in the bank and if you can't do anything with it, you know, um, even if you can do things with it, if you're not doing things that you want to do with it, then you're not you're not going to be buying yourself happiness. So. I believe that it can buy happiness, not that it does buy happiness. That's my first point. I believe that it can buy happiness in the sense, the same way that uh, I can, you can learn to drive a car, right? By buying driving lessons. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you, you will learn to drive a car just by, dri by, just by buying the driving lessons. Mm. You actually have to sit down, focus, do everything else that comes with driving. So in that sense, I think that money... Money can buy happiness, not that it does buy happiness. Um, as long as you have the freedom to do with what you want with your money, it has the potential for you to buy happiness. As long as you know things that make you happy and if they, revolve, if they involve having money to make you happy, then the money can buy you happiness. It's more of money doesn't directly buy you happiness, but it buys you opportunities to mm. be happy, which in turn is buying you the happiness. Mm. That's what my point is. That's that's a valid point. It's interesting to, yeah, it's a t it's a it's a bit of a tough question to answer depending on where you're looking at it from, um, from the question you know, but yeah, not fair enough. Um, all right, third question here. How much money do you need to be happy? So, I did some reading on this, and it came out that people generally say once they start earning. In the UK, this is anyway, over £70,000 a year, the happiness kind of plateaus. So it stays at the exact same level that it's at. It doesn't really get any higher or lower. Um, you, the money stops making you happy at that point. But you've got to remember the majority of the UK isn't earning £70,000 a year. So there, I think there is a limit on the amount of money that can make you happy. I'm going to go to another example here. The guy who designed a popular video game called Minecraft sold his company to uh, Microsoft, I think it was a few years ago now. And he, a couple of years after he sold it, he sold it for 2.5 billion. He put out a tweet saying that he had gone on holiday with all of his friends in Ibiza. Uh, he was drinking drinks. He had an amazing time. Living the dream. And yet he still had never felt so lonely in his life. Mm. So it kind of indicates that, you know, even though this man has all the resources, all the money that he could possibly want in the world... 
is still not happy. So I think it's a thing to think about as well. Just because you have an infinite amount of money doesn't mean that you're infinitely happy. It's it's more of a, he doesn't know exactly what to do with that money that would make him happy. He had a purpose when he was designing the game and when he was playing it, selling it, doing everything like that. He was running the industry of his company. And that is what made him happy. That prob That's probably what gave him purpose. And when he saw Microsoft come up with a 2.5 billion offer, he probably went, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to have as much time to do whatever I want. And then he kind of realised... This isn't what makes me happy. So to be happy, yes, money helps. And, you know, that I'm sure there is a limit on how much money would help. I'd say that you can be happy on any amount of money. You don't need money to be happy. But to be comfortably happy, I'd say that you'd want to be living as much. Uh, so to be as comfortably happy as much of the time as you possibly can be without worrying about money troubles, you should probably have about 40% of your money that you don't need to spend, I would say. So to live not on the breadline, so you're surviving. I, to be happy, I'd say you should be earning 40% above what you're surviving on. So if I spend £400 a month... On essentials. On essentials, like rent as well. Rent is an essential. Yeah, so then you're saying that if I'm making £1,000 a month, then I need to make £1,400 a month. I would say that that extra four hundred pound there is your comfort zone is to stop any anxiety coming in, surprise bills that might upset mm. you, things like that. That's your happy zone. All right, uh, point taken. Uh, so I will say, how much money do you need to be happy? So this implies that you need money to be happy anyway, and you need money to survive in modern society, but you don't need money to be happy. There's uh, roughly 3 billion people on this earth that live on less than $2 a day around the world. And there's a funny... So you can go to worldpopulationreview.com and most of the troubled nations in the world have con comparatively low suicide rates. That means that a lot of the poor countries in the world, people don't actually um, kill themselves. Uh, and in a lot of the richer countries, this is the case. So you have countries like America... Uh, Russia, um, uh, you know, play, just to name a couple. I'll take your point, but I don't necessarily agree with it because in poorer countries around the world, they're not necessarily receiving the best care that's going to record suicides. Mm, that's true. That's true. But then you can only take the you know the picture for what it's worth here. You can, but you have an understanding already that that these countries might not have the best medical up to date records. Yeah, but so. you yeah. Well, but I mean, you can, yeah, you can, and you can make that argument, but you know, the, these are just, these are the facts here. Um, so how much money do you need to be happy uh, from personal experience as well? Um, I'd say you don't need, uh, as long as you, uh, like you said, as long as you can uh, pay off your essentials, whatever you're spending and you have, you know, whatever, maybe to you it's 40%, but to, to somebody else, it could be less than that. To somebody else, it may need to be more than that depending on the lifestyle you live. And as long as you can pay off that little bit extra, depending on the lifestyle you live, um, then you don't need money to make you happy. I feel like you just said that you do need at least a certain amount of money to make you happy because you need to be able to pay to live. You need to be able to pay that little bit extra that you just said. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, you don't need money. Okay, fair And enough. then after that, you don't need the money to make but you happy. you do need money before that. To, yeah, to, to live in modern society. So what you, you've you just need... said is money can buy you happiness. It, it, it affords you, I got you, I got you. It affords you it, it, survival, right? So you need it to survive. Now, I'm not saying you need it to be happy, 
right? Because just because, and, and the other way around, just because you are surviving doesn't mean that you are, that you are happy, right? So you need the money to survive. And then you don't need that extra bit of money either to be happy. But I guess what I'm saying is I'm agreeing with and you maybe a, a, tiny, is, a tiny bit. It's easier to be happy when you have the buffer money. When you have the buffer money, because there's less worries. Um, if you get, you know, and, and again, it goes back to the, um, the whole thing about poor countries don't have the data available. And in poor countries as well, if you get sick or any country, if you get sick and you have money, then you can afford to go, to, you can afford to get health care. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen to you because you can take care of yourself. The best at, kind. Yeah, as a result. Um, and I guess that kind of having that, that to fall back on um, makes you less stressed, which in turn makes you more happy. Um, but do you need money to be happy? No. Um, I think if you have obviously the other requirements, if you have the health, if you have a purpose, if you have, uh, you know, living conditions, all that, you don't necessarily need money to be happy. You need it to survive. Okay, so the last question is, are the... I'm sorry. Yeah, we're still going. Okay, so the last question we have here is, are there limits to the happiness that money can buy? So my answer to this is yes, there are limits to the happiness money can buy. Uh, what religion, self-help books, and personal experience have taught me is that you can get the most amount of happiness from selfless deeds and helping others. So when you have lots of money, you have a lot more freedom and a lot more opportunities to help others and do selfless deeds because you don't have, well, you may not have to work as much because the reason why we work is a trading, you are trading our time to get money. So if you already have that money, you may not have to, it's not always the case, but you, you may not have to work as much. So you have more time to do these selfless deeds. Um, a new earth, uh, how to win friends and influence people to name a couple, uh, have taught me that if you know you get happiness from helping others when your purpose is aligned with helping others that's a it's a great way to find happiness so are there limits to the happiness money can buy uh yes because it, but but it's not necessarily a limit on money itself it's a limit on the person um on and how they choose to spend that money yeah i agree it's a limit on the person if they know what their purpose is then they can be as happy as one can be uh, the only point that I disagree with is you said that people exchange their time for money when they work. I don't believe that's the case. A lot of people will work and earn money just because that's what they like doing. Uh, me, for example, I would I would quit my job if I won the lottery tomorrow and I'd go off on a beach somewhere and live there the rest of my life, probably in Bali. <laughs> but um, I'd probably still do other things, like things that I find fun that I could get money in exchange for. You know, day trading, things like that, if you had enough money to be able yes. to do it. And that's still technically working because you're earning money from it. So I don't I don't necessarily agree with the point that all the only reason that people work is to exchange their time for money. I don't think that's right. Uh, I do think that there's a limit to the amount of happiness that money can buy in the sense of it's the same. If I go back to the example that I gave earlier about the guy who created Minecraft, you know, he had he had the two point five billion it's enough money to do whatever he wanted it didn't make him happy because he no longer had his purpose. He, he hadn't had his purpose since he sold the company. So I do think that there's a limit on the amount of happiness that money can buy. I think that you, you really need to know what makes you happy to be able to apply the money to it. Just like if, if you know what you want to do with your life, you have to have the right mindset. 
And if you apply that mindset to what you want to do in your life, then you're, you're more than likely going to achieve it. You know, consistency is the most important thing. But it's the same with money. If you just throw, this is why you probably end up seeing uh, lottery winners who have gone gone broke, gone completely broke yeah, after yeah. a couple of years of winning the lottery and they go back to their jobs doing whatever they were doing before construction. It's because they they didn't know their, they didn't understand what their purpose was or what they wanted to do with that money. Or alternatively, they were just happy doing construction. That's what they wanted to do with their life, you know? Yeah. They blew the money on whatever they wanted to and then went back to their normal life, which is fine as well. But yeah, so like you said, I think it's more down to the person uh, to being able to achieve their, their personal idea of happiness. And if the money enables them to be able to do that, then I don't think that there's a limit on the amount of happiness that money can buy. Well, that's deep. Um, perfect. Carl, thank you so much for spending the time. Thank you for having me. Um, I hope that you join again one day. <laughs> one day. One day, if you can afford me, <laughs> all that all that money that you're not spending on being happy. <laughs>